The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. funny to like whoever michael has uh in the headphones right now playing because we're gonna sound ridiculous this whole time basically also we have two guests my dogs no well they're like they're always the guests i know yo baggy just like swiped her paw she did she's 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 like she's oh 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 hey hey, 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 hey. calm yeah no they're just having like a playful situation here they're just uh being dogs my dogs are being dogs but yeah, so, how, how, you, how you doing? I'm, I'm good. Yeah? I'm good. We're recording this. We're drinking. We are. The, we're okay. My oh, dogs God. are fighting. This is going to prove to be a terrible idea. But they weren't even, they didn't even like get close to fighting just a few minutes ago. It's just right now when they saw that we were setting up. But you know, that's okay. Hey. Enough. Welcome to Baby Lambs then. And, yep. uh,. You know, it's we are clearly pro dog fighting over here. Don't say that. Okay, it's a joke. It's literally my own dogs play fighting. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, we are. We're pro. We're pro dog play dog fighting. <sighs> well, let's anyway. see. Let's see how long this lasts. Okay, not the other one. So while everybody's listening to this, and when this is being released, I will be in San Diego, and I'll be at home co- doing Comic Con stuff, posting stuff, hopefully. And, like, you know, getting to know my new, like, celebrity BFFs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tuss to the side. It's cool. It's cool. I mean, there's an opportunity for me to possibly meet Henry Cavill. Oh, but then he's not going to be your friend. He's going to be your friend. Are we upset about it? No, no, because that means you're going to bring him back. And you're going to be like, this is, this is my best friend, Ashley. That's enough for me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, these dogs. I know, like, what the heck? They were Hey, yes! Uh, guys. Guys, come on. Let's you were literally it, fine. Let's just give it a chance, huh? Let's give Pete a chance. How about that? Let us let us record, and then you can do your thing. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Um, I'm super jelly. I'm very excited for you. I'm excited to hear all the stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you, you, did, you did record an episode I with um, the Fangirl Social Club. I did. It was released on Monday. Yes. Um, and we recorded one for our podcast, which was released on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I hope people are listening yeah. to those because, you know, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we were very obnoxious. So you're going to listen to it and be like, why did you record this? <laughs> this is on brand, but, like, can we not? No, nah, I think I'm sure I'm going to love it. I love all the people over there. I love a little mess here and there. It's going to be great. And it's exciting to hear, like, what your expectations of the event and what the events in question, like, in general are going to be for you. Yeah. And to, like, hear, you know, how much better everything was, you know, because I'm sure you're setting your expectations high, but I have a feeling it's going to be, like, beyond what you ever yeah. imagined. Well, actually, my expectations are, like, none. For real? Yeah. I try to, like, go in. I'm trying to go into, like, no expectations, 
just like I know I'm gonna have fun because I know the group of people I'm going with mm-hmm. but as far as like what to expect from the con I'm like whatever happens happens you know cause I don't wanna like hype myself up just to be let down I sure I guess I'm I, yeah but what in, what it, but you just you, no matter what though you're at a very exclusive type of event you know it's yeah. not very easy to even get into Comic Con to begin with, so you know there's gonna be a level of like, at least I'm here like what it yeah. like I I get to experience this, yeah, it's pretty sure. cool and there's gonna be a lot of television shows and artists and creators oh, so oh. much, so good, I know, I'm uh, very jelly but. Uh, Next year. Next year. Next, next year, year we'll all year. just go together. Oh, it's going to be so cool. I can't wait to hear your stories and see all your pictures and all that stuff. So at the time that you guys are listening to this, yes, you will already be in Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be, they'll be like your first day, really, at Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we get there Thursday and like we have tickets already to like do stuff on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But full day, full day will be um, Friday. Okay. Yeah. Are you dressing up or anything? Like, are you... I am. Okay. Um, so I'm dressing up as Aziraphale, which is the angel from Good Omens. Okay. Hence, cute. hair change. Cute, cute. Um, and then I randomly added Johnny Bravo. Johnny so, Bravo! Well, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun. Okay. That's about it. Sounds good. Yeah. I wanted to do Vice Admiral Haldo from uh, The Last Jedi, Laura Dern's character. Oh, cute. But I don't have, like, an outfit that's like similar. A, like, like a lavender like, drapey dress? Yeah, or, like, anything of the sort. So I'm like, it's not going to... But I'm sure there's going to be uh, several of her. Because I hope that so. has that That's a beautiful, beautiful mm. costume. And I, I, you better take a million photos of all the cosplayers and... Uh, oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm also... I figure that there's going to be a lot of Veronica Mars's. Oh, 100%. There's going to be a ton of Veronica I Mars. hope so. Um, she might even be there, right? Yeah, she's, she's there. Going? I'm trying to get into the panel oh, for awesome. Veronica Mars. Um, but I'm a little scared because, like, I'd have to be there by 6 in the morning to hopefully make it in. But I'm, like... I'm resting on the fact that, like... While, yeah, it's a popular show, I feel like it missed a whole generation. So I'm hoping that, like, it'll be enough for me to be able to get in. Well, what time does the panel start? 11.30 in the morning. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Lions. You're going to be a professional at sitting in Lions. I mean, I have, like, Disney World practice. Yeah, but... I I have stood in the line for Splash Mountain for, like, almost three hours. For Splash Mountain. Yeah, well, that's just not a good idea. In the summer. No, thanks. So this is like 74 degree <clears throat> weather. Like, it's going to be delightful and a good change of pace. Is it outside that you have to wait? Some will be. Okay. Yeah. There's also um, a talk with Hideo Kojima and Ooh. Nicholas Winding Refn, who's a director for Drive. Mm-hmm. That I really want to get into, but I'm like, I'm going to have to fight so many people to get in there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that one's going to suck. And that one's like at 6 p.m. Oh, so, so you have to get there at like noon. Yeah, or whenever it is that they allow people to start lining up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
So, like, on average, what, you see, like, two panels a day, if you're lucky? If you're lucky, yeah. Wow. I'm not even going to try to get into Hall H, because... Yeah, no, that's not monster. That's, from what I hear, that's the biggest hall, no? Yeah. And there are, like, two really cool talks that they're going to have in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the lines are going to look like. Well, Melly's going to be talking at, at, at yeah. one too, right? So yeah, that's Saturday cool. we have her panel. Um... So I'm excited for that. And then from there, I run to another to another panel, oh, wow. which is the magician's one. <gasps> the magician's. So I'm hoping we can get into that. I'm hoping. I'll, I'll pray for you. That, well, that's Thank one you. that I would fight for. Hell yeah. 100%. Um, Are you taking away the blanket from me? Yep. Mm-hmm. You serious? She took it away. She did. I had a blanket on my lap, and she just literally was like, mine's... And by she, she means Bagita, not me. Yeah, I didn't no. just go up to her and I was like, mine now. <laughs> it's mine's now. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, we'll we'll talk about it more once I'm back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope you are ready to be spammed. Yeah, I'm excited for the social media that's going to come out of this. See, I would post, but I'm going to be posting just me at home um, on the couch. Watching something, probably watching Veronica Mars, trying to catch up. Hell yeah, become a marshmallow. I'm trying, I'm trying. The first season is rough to get through when you didn't watch it the first time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, when you didn't watch it in like 2004. Basically, it's like you gotta really accept a lot of 2004 again. So I've been like watching it and then I'll like, okay, and then I'll stop and then I'll watch it and I'll be like, okay, but I know it's good because it. The language is good. Like, the dialogue is good. I mean, I don't have to tell anybody. Just remember, Most of the people who listen to us have already watched it. It gets better. Yeah, I hear. You know, there's, like, no, like, there's no place to go but up, I guess. You know, you got to start from the bottom. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I'm planning to do. Sleep. Maybe move another room around. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Possibilities are endless. There's a Fangirl Social Club event. There is, so I will be attending that. Yeah. I will be going to that um, and supporting Elsie. And, and while you guys fight each other? Yeah, we'll hold on to each other while our partners are gallivanting through San Diego. Yeah. Um, so that'll be exciting. I'll get to hang out with some of you guys because some of our listeners are also mm-hmm. um, also like participate. We're going to overlap. We're going to cross streams if you oh piss piss uh and hopefully watch the lion king oh sure it is this weekend yeah i'm I'm gonna try to watch lion king Uh, i'll hopefully have watched it before this airs but i haven't made any plans for that yet so we'll see if that actually happens okay and uh yeah just using my movie passes because there's a lot of good movies and i've been uh at the movies a lot Good. Lately. Yeah. Good. We're paying for these passes, so might as well use them. Basically, yeah. So we, we signed up to be the A-list stubs uh, for AMC. Mm-hmm. Like, those monthly, like, you go, you can go three times a week, and, like, we're doing it. Yep. We saw, well, I saw Midsummer, which was, I won't say anything, because I know that people are going to want to watch it, and if you haven't watched it, it's definitely, definitely worth uh, watching. Um... And that's it. All right. I saw Maiden. To be empowered. To be empowered, you know. It is a really interesting story. And yeah. it is a really interesting, like, like how they managed to survive as, like, not very skilled sailors, you know. Okay. 
it was super cool. And, like, they have so much footage of them doing it. Like, all the footage is very Mm -hmm. 80s. Very, like, 19... Literally 1984. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool bathing suits. Really high-cut bathing suits. Oh, my favorite. Um, And, like, the criticism they received and the questions that they would receive, even when they would, like, complete a leg of the race. And so, basically, Maiden, if you don't know, is a documentary about the first all-female sailing crew to participate in the uh, race around the world. Mm. Um... And at that time, they didn't even, they wouldn't even allow women to be, like, on the ships at all. Like, you couldn't be a part of any crew or anything. Like, it wasn't, like, against the rules. It was just, like, frowned upon. Like, as a woman, you wouldn't really be allowed to do it. Um, And this one woman was like, I won't, but I want to. And she put together her own crew and they, like, struggled to get sponsoring and to, like, get a boat and... It was it was nuts, and then like even when they would finish legs of the race, like the, the questions that they would receive from the press would all be like, "Wow, like you're alive, so great! Like how are you surviving without mascara?" And it must be difficult for everyone to have their period at the same time, right? Right? It's absurd, you know. Ugh, it was it was you know, so it's cool. I mean, I liked it a lot. Uh, what else did we watch? Oh, Big Little Lies. We did watch Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, as you know, this is Big Little Lies. Uh, Pretty Little Big Little Lies Part 5. Six. Six. six because six. The, the finale is this Sunday. Weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, what an episode. I, um, this was the first episode I've given my full attention to. And uh, it was a it was it was it was rough. That was a rough storyline, with uh, dealing with like the court situation, yeah. her questioning. Um. Yeah. I mean, the worst. I feel like the worst part of it was when Celeste is being questioned and like. You really see all the men she's been sleeping with. Yeah. Since her husband's death. It was more than I, I thought. Yeah, because, I mean, we don't... We only saw, what, two? We see her in her ambient mm-hmm. moment. And then, like, that one time she brings a guy home. But, you know, you don't really see much else. Just, like, a woman that's grieving. Right. Um. So when you're at this trial, and it's, like... They're getting into that, and they get into, like, you know, did you kill your husband? hmm You know, like, this back and forth. I was like, fuck. Or, like, no, every time he would bring up, like, a leading question, like, so, are you, are you taking any medication? Have you ever had trouble with Ambien? Have your children ever met any of your lovers? Like, like it was, yeah. like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, then, no, have your, the one that, like, really got me was when he was like, oh, like, let's give you a scenario. And it's like, if the kid, like, wakes up in the middle of the night, okay. and they come to her, but then, like, they're not allowed in the room because she has someone in the room, mm-hmm. and then they end up going to their grandma's room, and then they tell her that there's someone there, mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're like, oh, because this has happened. Yeah. This isn't an actual hypothetical question. Yeah. It's what happened. Horrible. 
No, like the whole like setup for the whole thing was yeah. scathing. Even when he was, what was it like? Oh, when he basically started implying like, but did you? So you didn't report <clears throat> it to the police, huh? He beat you a lot. Did you ever enjoy any satis- uh, sexual satisfaction from this, or whatever? Like, and he didn't report it once. So strange. You were beat up so many times, and you never once went to the police. Um, and. Th- what I found to be very interesting outside of that was how that first part of the trial or them being at court, it's as if, like, it's basically to show you what happens in real life, which is, you know, it's a very complicated relationship. And by no means did it mean that, like, the sex that was being had or the, the physical fighting that was being had was consensual. But it's, like, the way that they turned it to be consensual and then the way that they chose to make her weak there, right? Because mm-hmm. you're now you're just, like, leading her on and, like, that, you know, well, you were also, like, abusive back. You had sex after. Like, you never went to the police. Like, right, she, she stops being a survivor of abuse. Right. Now she's a... Um, what is a, like... An enabler? No. An enabler in a way, right? Because it's like, you did nothing to stop what was happening, you know? And it's like, even her own excuse of like, well, you know, we had a family, like, I have my boys, like, he was a good father, X, Y, Z. Yeah, and that whole thing where it's like, I miss my husband, he was a good father, and at points, you know, a good husband, but there, but that doesn't, like, like, that kind of dichotomy, like, her playing with this you know like i didn't enjoy the beatings frankly but that doesn't take away the fact that we built this family and that there were good moments and but like you know how complicated a situation like that really can be and then like it made me think of this the recent video that was that was um that's been you know making the rounds with that family in disneyland Oh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I'm sure that it's circulated to you, but there was this uh, black family Mm -hmm. in Disneyland that uh, got into a number of altercations in the middle of Toontown. And the male, like the prominent male of the family, he, he beat on two women, one of which was his sister and the other was his girlfriend. Yeah. And, uh, and it was very difficult to watch. There was clearly like, this is clearly not the first time that anyone's hit anybody, as you see in the video. Yeah. But it makes you really, really, con- you know, because the reason I bring it up is because while I know that it's prominent in the black community to not press charges on one another in, in many cases, yeah. um, there were no charges. Especially when it comes to abuse, which is what happens in Latino families, too, right? Right. It's the concept of, like... You deal with whatever you have to deal with in the home for the sake of the family. Yeah. Even if it means that you have to put up with physical violence. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Um, well, physical and mental violence. So, like, this was a literal, like, like evidence mm-hmm. of what we go through in our individual communities, you know, like minority communities. And it was... It took... I feel like at some point I saw, like, six men on the guy with the pink shirt that was, like, the main enforcer of abuse there that I was like, this is... This is insane. It was an insane moment. 
And then it was like, this other man from the family comes in, and you think that they are going to fight, but then all of a sudden, he also starts beating on, like, another woman because she got in the way of them fighting. And, that, like, it was just this, like, clusterfuck. And then the babies no, screaming the in the children. background. No, the babies in the background are the are really what kill me. That, especially, I mean, all of them. The two yeah. girls in the stroller. But for me, that toddler that was just... Like wandering around, just yeah. trying to like the woman toward the end that ends up picking up that child. I'm mm-hmm. like, you are forever a saint. Yeah, because you did everybody here a favor. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it was it was it was rough to watch, but like digression from that digression. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on Facebook today, and someone that I went to high school with, like it's kind of like haters account. They like post memes all the time. Right. So it's like it's a useless account because all you're doing is posting memes, so you become like a meme account. Yeah. Um, she posted a photo of a white family in that same location, mm-hmm. pretending to fight. Right. So like they took like a mock photo of the incident, and in my head I'm like, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. Like it wasn't. This was an intentional thing. It was intentional. Like the photo is like they like, like they staged a week it ago. and they, they yeah they planned like it's this. two women two men, and like they are like the photo is like a like a like a um a stage like a stage you know like them fighting everybody's oh. like holding on to the other one's collar or whatever. Classy. And I was like, I do not have the brain power today mm-hmm. to explain to this person why this is. Not despicable funny. and not funny. Yeah. So instead of me going through the rigor morale of like Are you being upset, <laughs> I just unfriended her and like blocked the account altogether. Oh, wow. Way to go. Good for you. No, seriously. Because it's not like the first time that they pull something like that's just as cringeworthy. Mm. So I'm like, I don't know why I have you here. Like we never see each other in real life. So it doesn't even matter at this point. I don't understand when people are I mean like people can you can use your social media however you wish and I'm not gonna stand in your way. Like in general. I mean like people in general. Yeah. Use your social media how you like. If you want to use it to to incite conversation or whatever, that's on you. But I will not follow you anymore if yeah. all you do is instigate fights. Mm-hmm. And that's what, unfortunately, there are a number of people who are looking for some sort of, like, notoriety and attention in any mm-hmm. way that they can find it. And they they just post things that they think will incite two sides. Because it would have, I'm sure it did ultimately incite yeah. someone like you. There were people who found it funny and could say a bunch of horrible things yeah. about the original fight. And then there's the other side who would come in and be like, you're insensitive. And then you're a snowflake. And then and then it's the whole thing. And then it turned into a whole argument. And all you did was fulfill the fantasy of this idiot who just wanted to post an instigated photo. It's so, so horrible. All that work that you just did, I did in my head today. And like the end result was, I it. we're not going to deal with it because... I shouldn't have to keep explaining to people why certain things are disrespectful mm-hmm. and distasteful. And, like, I can't believe that you found this funny. Like, an entire family was hurt here. Right. And at the end of the day, this family that got into this massive argument that is caught on video mm-hmm. did not press charges amongst each other. Yeah. Yeah. And the police showed up and did everything that they did. Prior to these videos being being released, so at some point, I guess the statute of limitations ran out, 
and we'll just see what happens, you know? I don't know if there's going to be any follow-up. Like, I feel like at this point, the main thing will be DCF showing up at their door and doing, like, you know, like, random visits. It's a sad situation. Extremely. And and then we come to, we come back to Monterey, Montgomery. Montgomery, Uh, California. (laughs) We come back to Monterey and we see a situation where it's, some that someone has stepped in and is making you know very valid claims and assumptions about a family mm-hmm. and about a woman and and no one is acknowledging the abuse but they're acknowledging that she is an abuser of sorts because mm-hmm. she's abusing drugs because she's allowing her body to she's allowing herself to bring strangers into the home mm-hmm. um, that the, that she got violent with the children a couple of times oh sorry and when there's a moment where. They dig a little deeper with her and the men that she's sleeping with. And, like, it comes out that she's, like, instigating, like, highly physical sexual yes. encounters. And I was like, oh, no. Fuck all of you. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of you. Yeah. And even in the moment where they were, like... It's loud. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but even in the moment where she, where the judge is approaching her and, and asks her, like, are you getting help for this? And she says, oh, I, I, I plan to. And she's like, you plan to? Why haven't you gotten it already? Like, the interaction felt so natural. Like, it mm-hmm. felt like such a, like, uh, yeah. And I, and I, and I, I appreciated her, her a little, her, like, soliloquy there where she mm-hmm. was, you know, talking about her overall as being, like, you know, she's working through a lot of things and she's not the same woman that she was before and no matter what, she still always put her children first and there is evidence to support that too. And But, like, it's such a, like, confusing time. And then you have the detective in, 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 the, in the audience or whatever, mm-hmm. in the, what are they called? What's it called back I there? In the people-watching place? And she's just sitting there watching Bonnie. This whole episode was really about Bonnie. Yeah. And, like, her whole, like, dis- need to release and, like, tell someone of her, mm-hmm. you know, things, of her actions. And her reaction, oh, my God, and her, that scene where she's in the in there with her mom. Yeah. What did you think of that? Because, damn. The single tear? The single tear. That was excellent. That was rough. Because, like, the whole episode just kind of shows Bonnie. I feel like it was Bonnie in the real world and then Bonnie in a parallel universe, right? Mm -hmm. So there's the Bonnie that is going to kill her mother, Mm -hmm. euthanize her mother, right? Yeah, euthanize. Euthanize her mother versus the real Bonnie, which chose to deal with all of her pent-up aggression and fears toward herself, her mother the situation that she's in because she killed someone and like she wrote this beautiful letter mm-hmm. of like it was basically like a big old fuck you yeah like you're the reason why xyz is happening to me today yeah and as a person that has had to see someone they love have a stroke mm-hmm. and like not be able to communicate the way that they did the scene was so beautiful because her mom can't communicate. She has moments where she's like awake, right? Like quote unquote awake, but 
She can't speak. She can't walk, move. She can't walk. You know, she's paralyzed. Um, where you just see, like, you think she's asleep throughout this entire speech. And it ends up, like, she heard the whole thing. And mm-hmm. her one release was literally a single the tear. Single tear. But I also love this whole, like, again, like, this ESP situation that they have. Because right before that scene, she's having a dream. Bonnie's mm-hmm. having a dream where his where her mom is getting up from the bed and basically comforting her and telling yeah. her it's okay. Like, yeah. tell me, you know. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I thought it was a very powerful scene. And, and it's, and, and, you know, I don't, I know that I should have considered that that was the reason why she felt so compelled to push this guy down the stairs. But yeah, she was pushing her mom down the stairs, yeah. you know, and that's, so you know, abuse is a really terrible, powerful, horrible thing. And, um, and, and, and like, I love, I don't love it, but the, this exploration of, of, of violence and its effect on children is really strong this season. Mm-hmm. Like we're seeing that with the twins, with Celeste's twins and how they're engaging in school. I mean, we've seen them be violent before, yeah. um, you know, in, in last season, but like the effects that that parents and their environment have on on, yeah. on these kids, and, and you're seeing it through Bonnie now. Yeah, you're seeing it through Bonnie. I'm sure that we'll see it through Amabel very soon because yeah. Amabel doesn't come around very often. Amabella, whatever stupid name, child Amabella. I'm just kidding. If your name is Amabella, it's beautiful. Sorry, name. it's so gorgeous. Um, <laughs> But Amabella, you don't see her a lot, but I'm sure she's going to do, like, something's going to break in her. Oh, how about that? Other services rendered? Yes! <sighs> I cracked up. I was, I literally, like, I had it on the computer, and I was, like, cooking yesterday. And I got to other services rendered, and I'm like, bro, what a <laughs> fucking cliche. Like, when Renata goes off on him again in the car i was like i don't know how you're just not throwing yourself out of this car because it is so infuriating how he keeps making you into a fucking cliche of a human being yeah i did think it was funny when she took all those tissues and, and put it in his mouth because <laughs> like this is literally the only thing that will keep the because it's short of punching him in the face it's the only thing that she could do that's uncomfortable <laughs> that won't kill the most i love how she was like i need you to stop talking for the rest of oh, your goddamn life, life. <laughs> i need you to stop talking <laughs> and she's just like taking off like tissue up tissue she's like you know what fuck, fuck you <laughs> swallow oh so oh my god and adam scott in that coffee house with that lady with the crazy wart mole you know let me okay I'm confused. This Tell woman me. is the wife of the teacher? Is that who she is? It seems like it is. Because she says, like, you know... Because her husband was... Uh, I was going to say infidel, but that's something. No, not, an <laughs> infidel. Inf- Zinfandel. He's a white Zinfandel. He's a white Zinfandel. 2009. No. Um, he's the cheater in their relationship. Right, but, but how else would they... I don't... Did I miss something? How did they meet each other? How do they even know each other? Did they go to, like, I a group? I, fe- I feel like she was an ex-girlfriend. Is she an ex-girlfriend? His. 
Yeah. I feel like this town is so fun. Remember, to feel special, they have to take the bridge out and then come back and then go to the place that was already in their town anyway. Yeah, they just make a U-turn on the bridge. Yeah. Um, Where the hell's my phone? I really want to look it up. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So I feel that, like, maybe everybody in this town has dated in a weird way. I guess. Or whatever the fuck. Sure. I don't know. But that whole thing, it was a sexy conversation. It was. You know? I mean, it was like, how dare you have this conversation with a married man anyway? But, like, it was But I got it. I got it. I got it. She was like, I just want you. And... It's just sex, and if we, and, you know, when we'll both enjoy it. It's the weirdest, like, form of revenge that you could ever have, but yeah. I'm like, you know what? Do what you need to do, because at the end of the day, like, they put both of you in this situation that you shouldn't have to be in. Like, you didn't get married for this. Right. And then it's weird, because then you have to make the choice of, like, why even stay married if I'm just going to go and cheat? Right. And he's so connected to things like yeah. he's such a good character because the moment that he sees it he has to be a water sign he 100% is a water sign 100% <laughs> he's a Pisces has to be I see it he's a Scorpio watch oh god I'm just kidding Scorpios are wonderful male Scorpios male Scorpios are great female Scorpios are fine they're fine you know they're good I'm, I'm on sure. a struggle bus but it's fine <laughs> but like that whole like when after they have their random, of course, other meeting on the beach, these conspicuous meetings of these five women on a beach. They're the worst at hiding a crime. They really, they really actually are. Um, but after they come back and, like, she's clearly lying and he's just, like, he just senses it. Yeah. And it's so good. Like, yeah. the way he approaches it, he's like... Wait, before you continue. Yes. When he walks in on her, like, in her wedding dress. Listening to, what was that song? I wouldn't say Baby Don't Fear the Reaper, but I know it's not that it's one. It's not that one. <laughs> it was another fun 80s song. It's Tears for Fears. Isn't it Everybody Wants to Rule the World? Yes, it is. Yeah, but it was like a different version. I don't know, but she was wearing a black bra and dancing in a dress that doesn't fit her anymore. And uh, totally having a gay old time. And it was very, very cute. And I was totally on board. And uh, so was he. I was super uncomfortable. You were uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be like, no. Like, you're doing this, like, you're faking this. Like, I thought that he was going to be like, like, stop embarrassing yourself, which was going to break me. But I'm glad that he was like, no, it's, uh, it's fine. For me, it's just like, you're doing the most after you've already put yourself in this, like, terrible situation. Yeah. You know? I just wonder if it was genuine. I don't think it was. I don't think anything that Madeline does is genuine. It's probably right. At this point, it's just, like, comfortable and convenient for her husband to stick around, but, you know, it's not... And, I mean, that conversation that they had last time about, like, her parents and all that shit... Mm-hmm. She just doesn't want to feel like a second... Fi- like, she failed the second time at marriage. Yeah. So for me, at this point, I'm like, divorce her. I mean, it's just, marriage is such a complicated thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting because this show just really uh, has a really uh, interesting way of demonstrating how those relationships 
work, like different types of partnerships and how yeah. they all affect each other. And, and you see that with like Bonnie confesses that she's essentially not in love with her husband. Mm-hmm. Right. And we and here we have uh, Madeline, Madeline and uh, Ed mm-hmm. and this complicated like like we still love each other. We're going to try to make this work. But there's clearly a lot under the surface like this iceberg. Yeah. That he's he's slowly unwrapped, like, I guess, I sticking out. It was interesting how not this week's episode, but like the one before when they're having that conversation about marriage and how he's like, like, I always felt like I was a conquest for you, you mm. know, we're like, and he was like, I'm OK with it. Like being know? a good like I you you gave me a job interview. Yeah. Like you interviewed me to be the dad to your children. Yeah. Yeah. And all these things, and I'm like, like, watching that scene last night of her, like, in the wedding dress or whatever, I'm like, she's just doing the same thing, Mm -hmm. you know? She's going to keep this ruse up because at this point, it's easier for him to stick around than for her to start from scratch and feel like she failed that marriage a second time. Yeah, but it's also, like, a weird, it's just, it's a level of selfishness because... Absolutely. Uh, well, the whole thing is selfish because she also just doesn't want to answer to any consequences. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to. She's all. She's the first one when they push this guy down. When when this guy falls down the stairs. No, when she's Bonnie a, pushes him down the stairs. She's the first one to say we didn't do anything. Yeah. Like he nothing fell. happened. He fell. He fell. He fell. She. She's also the one. She had no actual reason to seek others other sensual excitements if you will like mm-hmm. from the way that we see the their relationship you don't see i mean not that people need a lot of reasons to cheat you yeah. know but they don't give us any outright like you know inadequacies in this relationship for her it's a it's 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 like a it was exciting it was exciting to do she just doesn't want to answer to any sort of response. She doesn't want to answer the responsibility of the fact that she's said a lot of things to her shitty child that has led her shitty child to continue to be shitty mm-hmm. and be misinformed. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't take responsibility for any of it. And uh, and she has a big mouth. Yeah. Oh, and then last night she like admits to some of it to, to Adam Scott's character. Mm-hmm. And then when she's talking to Renata, and it's like, well, what do you, like, how, how could she not be upset at you that, like, you're the one that, insti- like, that started the lie, and now you want to be the first one that gets absolved of your sins? Yeah. Yeah. It's, she's a... F- she puts me on the struggle bus. <sighs> yeah, yeah, she's complicated. But uh, what a great character. She is. Like, All of them are really to Reese Witherspoon. And then, it's a girl, Shailene, no sé qué, ah, a Jane... And curly-haired idiot that I have to keep seeing now is not a cop, quote-unquote. Bullshit. I he's call still, bullshit. Oh, 100% he's still a cop. He's 100% just backpedaling and just trying to, like, re-engage her and sway her in a different direction. There's there's no reason why he would have been picked up by the I'm police. I'm like, bitch, I watch The Sopranos. <laughs> I can, like, spot a cop anywhere. Oh, God. And he's so <laughs> annoying. When he, like, I hate that character. <laughs> Oh my god, when he starts when he shows up at the beach and like me as like the non-actual mom that I am, if I feel like like I was getting angry for her, like why are you showing up in front of my kid when you know I'm not talking to you? Why, why are you putting you, why are you putting me in this position where I have to? Why are you talking to him? Yeah. No. He's not someone you talk to. 
You talk to me, but I don't want to talk to you. So go. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. I, I don't know. So far, my favorite character is Ziggy and Renata. Renata's my favorite. 100% She's, Renata's my favorite. Oh, my God. Because she is terrible, and she is okay with being terrible. Yeah, she's but she plays it well. She's terrible. But, yeah, I love when characters are just... They know who they are. Right. Like, they have this... They're like, yeah, this is who I am, and, like, I earned this, and mm-hmm. I don't have to answer to anything. When she loses a spot last season... Not last season, sorry. Last episode for the magazine or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like... You can see her getting upset and she and like she's questioning her assistant and it's like I worked for this, you know, like I like I did this for myself and yeah. now because of my asshole of a husband, like mm-hmm. my name is not worth anything. Yeah. I love her character. Yeah. I do too. Oh she earned it. She earned every son, every every reason to be the way that she is. It's fine. And now like, this, this deconstruction of a human being, like, for her, right? So it's like, you start the season, her husband, like, is forcing her into bankruptcy because he made some... Well, because he committed fraud. Somebody, yeah. Um, and, like, now she's ashamed of this itty-bitty town. And now it comes to light that, like, he was having an affair with a fucking nanny. God. So he just keeps like she just keeps becoming like cliche after cliche after cliche, mm-hmm. and I can't wait for Sunday's episode. Yeah, it's gonna be a rough one. I'm scared. I don't want Bonnie to die. That's how we're gonna find out what happened to Raymond. I know that's true. Finally, oh my God, yeah. Meryl Streep when when Ethamojaja uh, goes to her door. I everything Meryl Streep does makes me so mad. When she leaves, when she like continues to like say all like you're lying about my son, blah 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 blah, and then she just plays the music even louder. I'm like, I just want to break a window and like come into your house and be like, I'm gonna kill you. Um, yes, but I'm. But also, I also b- understand why she's. Yeah, well, doing it's not it. even that. But for me, I'm also like, how dare you come to my door on like a Tuesday at 10 p.m. And question me and expect me to not question you in return. Right. No, I, I, I totally... She's just such an unlikable character. I know, she's so That's really all she's it just, is. No matter horrible. whether she has... Si tiene la razón or no, she's, she's unlikable. So you don't but care that really, she's in the right. You're just like, oh what's my really God. really like come to light for me here, like with this show, especially this season, is people's sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Right, like I feel that Renata is the only one that I can stomach her entitlement because she is literally like self-made. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that Jane isn't, but like Jane is not at their level in terms of wealth, right? Like you could see the class disparity there, right? Um, but with Jane, you still see the sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. You know, like th- it's the second time that she goes to this woman's house. To, like, question her behavior, like, try to put her in this shitty situation, expecting a different result every time. You know, yeah. I'm like, you don't... I understand that everything you've, you've gone through, like, you do deserve um, a win mm-hmm. in terms of it. 
but you're just like going about it the wrong fucking way. Like Mary Louise is despicable. We all know she's despicable, but like I feel that the next conflict here will be that like Mary Louise is gonna go after Ziggy. Mm-hmm. And how is she not gonna be in the right? All she did was peace- peacefully move into their apartment complex. Yeah, but it's so. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's gross. No, I But Jane is mean. the one that's gone twice over there to be like conflictiva. Right. Like my fucking Cuban neighbors back here. Right, exactly. Like she, but it also just demonstrates her maturity level, you know? Like yeah. she's, you know, she's the youngest mother there. She's the only real single mom. She's not really the the youngest one because her and Bonnie are like same age. Fair enough, but the but but Bonnie has a little bit more direction. She's not doing yeah. everything by herself. Yeah, no, no, no I know? agree, I agree. You're, okay, in that case, yeah, you're right. Maybe they're not. She's not the youngest, youngest, but she is the one who has the most hurdles to jump mm-hmm. to to get to where everybody else is. Like Bonnie, it's like when I married Gabe and I earned Emerald status through Royal Caribbean, <laughs> I didn't earn that. I didn't go on any of those cruises, but I earned Emerald and you everybody to, has to live to with it. Fair, I put up with Gabe. You put up with Gabe, so the least that they could do <laughs> is bump you to Emerald Club. <laughs> you're, you're welcome, America. <laughs> so, I mean... But like here, here you have a girl who's struggling to get to whatever the, the to her own Emerald Club. Yeah, you know. So, but but she also doesn't have anyone else to vent about any of this else too. You know what I mean? She does and she doesn't. Because think weird. about it. Because Bonnie, she has this opportunity to to like expose her feelings to her mother who's not going to respond back. Mm-hmm. She she has a chance to write a whole thing and like cry about it and the whole thing. Okay? You have Madison, Madeline who's telling half truths and fucking, who cares. Celeste ha- has Madeline. Right? And uh, Mary Louise is in La La Land, but whatever. Mary Louise is not there to make friends. She's not there to make friends. And then Jane is in conflict with the one person that we've been introduced to who could be a trusted individual, quote-unquote, to her, she doesn't feel safe with. And she has a close relationship um, with her son, and she's not that super close with the moms, like, to the I point where, to like... I say, I kind of disagree, because... So with Jane, of course, it's difficult, right? Because you have a person here that, like... In whatever way they could trust people before, that was removed, right? Like, Perry raping her mm-hmm. has removed her ability to have a normal relationship, whether it's a sexual relationship or just, like, a friendship, mm-hmm. you know? So, she'll, it'll take a lot of work for her to gain that back for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, for example, you know, now that her and Celeste realize that they have this commonality which is their, the paternity of their sons, mm-hmm. um, they've been able to bond in a different way, right? Sure. But then there's that weird part of neither one of these women can really give their vulnerability to the other one because their common denominator removed that from them as well. Because even with her relationship with Madeline, like Madeline is just... Madeline's really good at maneuvering her way into people's lives 
and people mistake that for their ability to trust her. Mm-hmm. She's like a little dog. She's yeah. like a little, like... Yeah. Like a little... She's like a dachshund. You know, they're badger hunters. Yeah. So they can, like, put themselves into fucking, like, holes, and people mistake that for, like, being able to, like, trust them because they're not afraid to go into, like, a dark space. Mm-hmm. Um, but by no means does that make her a good person. And, like, Mary Louise was accurate about her assessment of mm-hmm. Madeline. Oh, 100%. Um, she read her immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, Celeste might feel a certain, like, closeness to her. But to me, like, Madeline is not being a genuine friend. And you see that all the time. No, I know. But there are also women that... <sighs> they at least had each other before this problem happened. Yeah. Right? So while Madison, whatever her name is, Madeline Reese Witherspoon is not a very good friend and she's not really a very good person. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe inside she is a good person. She's not a horrible Deep evil. Down she's not an evil heart. person. She's not an axe murderer. Okay. But at the but she could be. But at the end, I don't think that, you know, <laughs> like I think it's one of those things where they're friends and now and they've been friends for a long time. Yeah. They have this common horrible event that they know and that ties them closer together whereas jane has literally been she hasn't pushed herself into this she was thrust into this group of women that she would have otherwise had no reason to interact with and while she and celeste do have this luckily this um this this unfortunate bond the truth is that their pain is different because celeste can't ever tell her or talk about, like, she can't, like, divulge the fact that she's struggling with missing her husband because this is it's the man who raped this yeah. woman. You know, like, there's 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 not going to be that level of empathy. There's not, like, a sympathetic yeah. touch you're going to get from them as you don't deserve. Like, it's this just isn't the right audience for that um, part of you. And then she has Bonnie in a way, right? But, like, it's just... It's a it just says a lot about the complexity of being a human being, right? And female Because, like, the truth is that Bonnie also doesn't have anyone. Because she can't true. really, like... She, she's not talking to her spouse, right? Her mom and her have a terrible relationship. As do, it seems, her and her father. Yeah. And, like, she's not going to unload all this bullshit onto her daughter, no, and her daughter is so sweet. I know, that girl is, like, adorable. Yeah. So it's, like, again, it's, like, another opportunity for her and Jane to kind of bond, which they did bond a lot in the first season. They did, but Bonnie is... But Bonnie's in a spiral. Yeah. And, like, even in this season, like, you've seen them, like, inter- interact here and there. Um. So for me, I'm, like, Jane has had opportunities... But Jane is also not focusing on I don't I don't have the words. Like she's she's now stuck. Jane is stuck in that she's also like not going to therapy, right? No. She's not really it's difficult because she has no like actual well, she has friends, but, like, since she's not utilizing any of them for that release, right? Mm-hmm. And then that boy that she was with, is whatever, 
But it's like, <laughs> even still, I feel like that's too much to unload to someone you don't know. Right. You know? So it's like, girl, like, go to therapy. Like, you don't have to go to the same one that the entire town goes to. I think it's the only one that's in the town. No, oh. she can, like, cross over and go to, Mon- like, the real Montgomery. <laughs> Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> no, California. <laughs> you have to cross Montgomery to go into Monterey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they call it Eminem. Mm-hmm. Close the to Eminem the- counties. Mm-hmm. Eminem County, the twin M's. I feel you know, like, yeah, you need the release. She does, but we'll see that in the next episode. The next episode has to be a a pinnacle for everybody in some way, shape, or form, and that is a big one of her. That's a big uh, a roadblock that she keeps encountering. I mean, mm-hmm. we're gonna get the truth on on Raymond. curly hairs and uh, Raymond finally. And uh, hopefully, the re- the reveal of Raymond will help to, it'll help Celeste's case possibly. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's gonna get the kids. I don't think so either. I don't think she's gonna get the kids, and uh, and they even make a point at one point. They're like, you know, considering all that you're going through, why not let the kids stay with their grandmother while you work out this stuff? But I understand the answer. It's like those are my kids. Like I don't, I I don't need to do that. But, you know. But also, like, it's un- it's you're not doing anything to better your situation. And you're not really doing anything to better theirs, you know. They don't have, they, it's, it's already, it, it already sucks that they have to live in a world where they are so young and they know that their father was a rapist. And they're just learning what that even means. Mm-hmm. They've been exposed to now having a half-brother they didn't know about they're that's doing their they're, age and that's their age they're dealing with it fairly i mean outwardly you know they're dealing with it the way they can and uh and and they're constantly like being pushed from one house to the other and they have no idea what's going on either so there is unfortunately a level of maybe there could be something good if she they were to go with uh, grandma but grandma will if if they go into her hands she'll just argue to keep them until full time full time and um and that's what that lawyer was warning her of yeah you know when her lawyer was telling her like if we settle you can have a 50 50 agreement we can settle with that but if we continue with this if we go to a trial you can lose this all and she's still, you know, insistent that they fight this and fight and fight and fight. And man, does the case look bad. Yep. But. But we'll I mean, she, well, remember now next episode, she's going to question she's Mary gonna Louise. Def- yeah. And she's going to do it herself. My yeah. God. She's going to defend herself. So we'll see mm-hmm. what comes out there. Yeah. I hope it's like a two hour episode or something. Probably won't be. Probably be like an hour and ten. Fine. I'm sad you won't be here. I know, me too. And, like, the worst part is, like, you guys are going to watch it before me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, not even, like, we're not even going to be able to watch it together. Like, Are you sure? Are, isn't it? I don't know how time works. Don't ask me. I think it's over there. Like, California's going to get it first. Pacific Standard. No. No? Is it us? We hit 9 p.m. before they do. I don't know time either. I just know there's Remember, a difference. Remember, I go back in time. To go to San Diego, I go back in time. Right. Are you going to Tijuana? No. You can. I don't want to. Just saying you can. You can go to Tijuana. Get no, some. I don't have time. Yes, you do. You make time. time. 
I'm not going to Tijuana. For the things you want. You don't want Tijuana? No. Fine. No. Whatever. I'll go another time and go to Tijuana. All right. Another Tijuana. Wow. Wasn't even close to being. Wow. Not even a little bit. Wow. That was terrible. Oh, God. I'm not proud of that. I wish I, we could, like, remove it. Tijuana. From all of time. No, no. Just yeah. stop. Stop. Teal. Stop. Try I can make it make work. It. I can work. I can make it work. Um... So, before we go, I wanted to talk about this. So, yesterday, Sunday, I went to Mammy Swim Week with Melly. Yes, you did. And, girl, thank you for inviting me and having me be your date. <laughs> um, I've never felt so poor. <laughs> um, so, we go to this. Okay. So, the first event that we went to was in the design district, and it was for Sheen. 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 Yeah. One, we had to wait in this line outside to go in. So basically, like, every person that was coming out of there, like, they would get one person to go in. It was a pop-up, no? Yeah. It was cooler outside than inside of that pop-up. They had one literal big-ass fan (laughs) in, like, this factory-sized space ew wow <laughs> wow the lines to try and close and the lines to pay were insane did, insane did you buy anything no I didn't I like looked at stuff and I was like oh this is cute but I'll just buy it in the website <laughs> um so from there we went to the beach and we go to this swimsuit like private event and we had to like we had like an appointment time or whatever and it's in this beautiful location called one hotel on residencies okay it was beautiful that lobby is the prettiest lobby i've ever seen in my life really in my my life in your life yeah um they had like five shops and like the lobby area plus like this beautiful bar and it was you know like a a luxury coffee shop and like luxury shops so much so like you could buy louis vuitton while you're waiting to check in you know like not a big deal cute so we go into to the spa and then from the spa they would take you to the to the room that like was showcasing the swimsuits that you could buy, which is how I got that teeny, tiny... Itty bitty, bathing teeny, suit. Bitty. Um, And it was really hot in that room, too. There's, like, no AC anywhere yesterday. Well, it's because they want you to buy bikinis. They're like, it's so hot, um, right? I guess you gotta change into one of oh our bikinis. Oh, my God. But they had rosé, so it was fine. Okay. I wasn't upset. And then the rosé was room temperature. Okay. Which mm. meant I had uh, the heartburn the rest of the day. Mm, and farts. Yeah. And burps. <laughs> um, and then we went to, like, there's, like, an open space on, like, 17 and whatever the main road is. And they had, Ipsy was there. Sweet. I got some stuff from Ipsy. Nice. I, they had, like, the Zico coconut water. Okay. Was that also room temperature? No, they had popsicles. Ooh, see? And those can be room temperature. That was smart. Delicious. 
And then we went, like, whatever, we went to lunch. That was a terrible experience. <laughs> um, Why? Melig ordered chilaquiles. I ordered a bami. She went through, like, most of her chilaquiles, which had been, like, in 25 minutes. My bami was still not there. Aye. Then they gave me some bullshit excuse. Then they brought it. The meat was tough. It was a churraco bami. The meat was tough. The bread was tough. And everything was ultra salty. The fuck? Did you take it, turn it back, give it back? I did. Good. I did. I was like, I ate half of it, like with a fork and a knife because I was really hungry. Yeah, well, at that point, and you then could like when the girl, ca- like the girl kept avoiding me. I would too, frankly. And then, <laughs> yeah, with this like super intimidating hair. <laughs> and then at some point, she like finally comes by, I look at her, and I go, "Is there a way for you to like discount this off the check because there was no way that I could finish this? Mm. It was salty. It took too long, and the meat is tough. Like mm-hmm. this is unacceptable." She's like, oh, you know, we'll remove it from the check or whatever. I'm like, good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, And then we decided to go. Well, not we didn't decide. We were supposed to go to this fashion show, like Mm -hmm. swim show, at the Satai. Cute. Super fancy. Yes. Everyone in there must have been an influencer. There was a woman that was there with her spouse and their four-year-old. If I if I saw that woman in those two hours that we were sitting there waiting for our show to start, if I saw that woman look at her child once, was one time too many. For She was on her phone the entire fucking time. Taking pictures of herself, taking pictures of, like, random people that were walking by, like, asking, literally asking them, like, to stop so she could take a picture of them. Um, editing photos on her phone, like, posting. Just, like, so it was her... Doing that, and then everybody else doing the same thing. Oh, God. I was like, oh, my God. Anna's hot. Anna's humid. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> um, but it was cool. You know, like, the location was really pretty. It's like an outdoor pool runway situation that was happening. Did people get in the pool because it was so hot? No, no one got in the Did pool. Did you get in the pool because it was so hot? We were like, no soy, wajita. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I was like, no, I can't. I can't do this. And they can't know I'm poor. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. That was, like, the last event I ended up leaving before the show started because it was, like, 8 p.m. At that point, I'm, like, I'm not going to stay in the beach till like, 10 p.m. It's just not going to happen on a <laughs> Sunday. Um, so we left, and, like, we had a good time, but it was something else. So, in your... So, do you feel like... You fit in to this uh, crowd or, like, did you... I could. You could. Put, like, I could. You could? I could influence. You could influence. But, like, from the outside looking in... Yeah. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't had to schmooze and, like talk to a certain group of people like that like in a very long time mm-hmm. um so i was like oh this is bringing back <laughs> memories <laughs> that i had suppressed for so long um because you know like 
I don't know if you've ever been around like you know quote unquote like fashion people, but it's a it's intimidating. To me, it's not, but it is a lot, right? Because yeah. the last time I had to deal with all of this, like social media wasn't what it is today. Mm-hmm. So just like interactions that we had, like everybody was like, "Oh my god, can I just like have your Instagram? Like, are you on there? Like, what's your thing?" And like, you know, just constantly talking to you about themselves and none of the the speeches are that different from one another right so they're all just the same story yeah they're just all their prepared elevator pitches of sorts yeah and i was like ooh. yeah it's, well, I mean, it seemed beautiful. It's definitely it was. a very Instagrammy place. I would love to do it again. Cool. I think it's a lot of fun. Maybe if I, you get there early enough, they'll get you a bikini in your size. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just like culture shock for a moment, right? Because I, I hadn't been in that scene in almost 10 years at this point. Right. So it was like, oh my God, that's so much. Mm. But it was fun. It seemed cool. It seemed fun. You guys were dressed really cute and took really cute photos. What was with the shoes? You guys switched shoes? So I went in sandals. Mm-hmm. And Melly went in her ruby red slippers. Mm-hmm. And... Y'all were the beach. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll wear them. You know, like, we'll swap shoes at some point. And we did that, and I have two blisters now. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, the shoes were beautiful, but they were cute. Um, and I made, like, once I put on the ruby red slippers, I made no sense. Because <laughs> I was wearing a baby blue crop top with a beige and white striped Like linen clots. pants or something. Yeah. And I had on, like, gold <laughs> sandals, which matched, right, with my outfit. Not the ruby red slippers. And then I put on those ruby red slippers and I looked ridiculous. <laughs> Cute, but ridiculous. With it was pineapple. like I was trying too hard. Oh, yeah, and my pineapple purse <laughs> that matched my actual shoes. Yeah. Um. So there's, like, being fashionable and then there's being trying too hard to be fashionable. And once I put on the ruby red slippers, that's what I fall into. <laughs> While being in a place where there was like a six foot tall man in a sequence jumpsuit, like sequined Ooh. jumpsuit with like a hood and everything. Oh, I love He the looked hoods. like a fucking spaceship. He was amazing. <laughs> and I looked more ridiculous than he did. Which is great. That is really great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hope you get to go next year. Thank you. I hope you get to go next year too. Uh, but I don't want their bikinis. I'll go. You know, no one does. I'll happily go. But it's it's a good time. Sure. It looked honestly it looked like a lot of fun. I hope that we get to go together next year. Oh yeah. Um, but even so, it was super cool that you went, and it was super, even better that you went with Melly from mm-hmm. uh, Fan Girl Social Club. And uh, and I, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What a fun influencer week you have. Yeah. It's just like, I'm just gonna be influencing like. All, all the time. You're just, you're just influenced. Yep. I'm just like, that's all my posts are going to be like, do you feel influenced yet? You know what? You're going to come back and you're just going to be the return to influence. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. At me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. 
So also, we wanted to kind of like get so. We've been working really hard, and uh, we love you guys, and wow, this is another long episode, but you know, who cares? You know what? Last week, they had like two 40-minute episodes, so we're compensating. Okay, fair enough. Well, we just want to let you know that we're taking a little break after this episode. Not a long break, but we are taking a little bit of a break. This is a Friday episode. I know, but Big Little Lies isn't over. Oh, True. Um, we're going to be taking a break next uh, after next week. We're yeah. letting you guys know now in advance so that you can prepare yourselves, um, start downloading episodes, start listening to some of our old episodes. We're not going to be gone very long. We do just need to regroup. We just need to refresh. You know, everybody needs a little bit of a, of not a break, but we just need some R&R. time to, yeah, yeah, R&R, enjoy the beach and, uh, and the summer breezes and to come up with even cooler content for you. So... Mm-hmm. We're just letting you know now so that, like, if when we drop off the face of the earth, you're not like, but where did you go? We'll be like, but we warned you, bitches, like, a week in advance. So, mm-hmm. um, but don't worry. We have a couple more episodes coming your way. Uh, but, you know, we just want to let you know that uh, we love you so much. And we can't wait to close out this, uh, I guess, season of Baby yeah. Lambs with the season finale of Pretty Little Big Little Liars. So... Heck yeah. But quick, but I will give you a quick anecdote because that just reminded me, my sister just started watching uh, Big Little Lies and uh, she's, you know, she's been watching it with my mom, whatever, you know, she hasn't really been paying attention to much, but she likes this season. So she decided she wanted to catch up on it and she went, she was telling me this story yesterday. Uh, Yesterday was her birthday. She's 39 years old. Um, but she's never been one to uh, technologist, just not a technological person. And uh, and she was telling me that she was like, you know, I'm on season two of the show. I should watch season one. So she went to Netflix where all of the shows on Earth are. And she uh, looked up and started watching this show. And she's like, is this like a teenage version of, of Reese Witherspoon? This show sucks because she was watching Pretty, Pretty Little Liars. And uh, she literally started it and watched, like, a number of episodes before somebody was like, these are two different shows. I feel like that could also happen to you. <laughs> because the reason why the series is named Pretty Little Big Little Lies <laughs> is because you couldn't get it together. <laughs> Pretty Little Big Little Lies in Montgomery, California, Alabama. Exactly. But, you know. That says it all. I mean, like, like sister, we're like sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely related. Just like my mom and her steak... Uh, Frite? Steak, steak frites. Love you, mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure that you follow us on all the things. You definitely... I mean, if you weren't following us on Instagram before, you're definitely going to want to start since we're going to have so much content from, um, from San Diego, Diego Comic-Con. So definitely find, find us um, on Instagram as Baby Lambs Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Baby Lambs Pcast. Uh, find us on Facebook. We're all over the place, so you know where to find us. Yeah. Um, you can go on to our Patreon. You can give us um, some support there. We love mm-hmm. any little bit of support you can give us just so that we can keep the ball kind of rolling. You know, we want to keep making cool things for you and and uh, find new and innovative ways to get uh, on to, uh, you know, entertain you. And, and, be, uh, and influencing the influencers. And our and I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode with all the girls. We'll probably have them back on again soon. Yeah. 
and uh, yeah, join the conversation. If you, what are you excited to see? Uh, are you going to Comic Con? Um, have you been in the past? Like, what are some encounters that you've had with some of your favorite geeky celebrities? Um, are you uh, excited for a new show? Just let us know what you think, and we'll respond uh, accordingly. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys so much, and we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Baby Lambs podcast. Artwork created by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on Instagram at Janabelle Art, or you can follow her studio at Studio Nami Tattoo. Music created by Daniel Acosta and produced by Sunset Studios Miami. You can follow them on their Instagram at Sunset Studios Miami. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Baby Lambs Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Baby Lambs PCast or Baby Lambs Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes and Google Play and even on CastBox, which is actually a really cool app. Also by finding us via our handle, Baby Lambs Podcast, or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com. Thanks again for listening.